Hello and welcome to, is this the final podcast of the week? What day is it today? Absolutely no idea. Um, no, it's not. Okay, well that was a letdown, wasn't it? Um, well, hello and welcome to Thursday's show that we did on the radio. We're churning these out more and more these days, so get subscribed. Because this little, little ten minute update of like flicking through one of the cheaper tabloids in radio form. And actually, that is such an accurate description of the show. Maybe we should put that in the little bio thing on the the uh, iTunes. Yep. No. Okay. Well, anyway, here's what we did on the radio. It sounded an awful lot like this. Hello and welcome to a brave new world with a new leader. Liz Truss is f- officially in the job, in the position, moved in, and all that. Yesterday, we filmed an episode of Late Night Mash, which will be on the telly tonight at ten o'clock on Dave. There are a few Liz Trust jokes in there, to be fair. Even on the news desk, we, we... Look, here's the deal. I'm going to say it out loud now, so I'll never have to say it again. If you are the Prime Minister, you have to expect some ribbing. Because sometimes you... Oh, it's not really so biased. No, look, if you're in charge of the country, comedians got to make jokes about you. Simple as that. Simple as that. And we definitely did. So that'll be on the telly. Um, and people have been getting in touch with this show about my opinion on things. Um... I'm, you know, we don't like to do too much politics in the afternoon, but I'll say this. Let's see what happens, and if, if stuff ain't good, then we'll make jokes about it. That's, at least we always have that silver lining to life. John gets in touch, sending me a voice note, track me down on social media, at Mr. Stephen Allen. On the very item that we've just been talking about, John says... Liz Trust said she's going to reward hard work yeah. by lowering taxes. Yeah. So this time next year, Steve... You'll be a millionaire. Ah, well, nah, well, mm, but you say that. Um, she said hard work, not hard shirk. So, I do two hours a day, mate. There's no way. <laughs> but anyway, also on the show, um, a mop-up of some any other business. Uh, Phil's news is back because he's been sending me some emails. Do you enjoy a bath? It's not an invitation. It's me saying what we'll be talking about this afternoon. And there's another thing as well. Oh, bottoms. Well, I'll explain more when we get further into it. Um, thank you for getting in touch with the show. Th- this is the kind of news I've worried about for ages. In fact, I think I mentioned it explicitly in some of the newspaper columns available in the Romford Recorder and the Barkingham Dagenham Post. Also in the Derbyshire Times has been added to the list. Bit of a walk, though, isn't it? Um, hot tubs are turning dry because people can't afford to run them. Eight out of ten owners bought one of the bubbling baths in 2020, but 55% now say they rarely use it. This is the start of the slippery slope. Because I've worried that the cost of living crisis will mean we don't shower as much. We had the drought. People said don't shower for as long. We have electricity costs. People say, oh, try not to shower for as long. Have you smelt people? The w- no. The last thing to go should be personal hygiene. When Marty McFly was thinking of travelling forwards into the future, they didn't make any mention that he arrived and was like, Hey, Doc, why does everyone smell so bad? Oh, Marty, it's the cost of living crisis. They never... any of them. I don't know why Dr. Emmett Brown was played by Jimmy Durante in that little set. Hey, I think I do. But turns out I can't, uh, can't do many impressions, and the ones that I can aren't accurate. But the idea of, if you're going to stop showers, that's bad. Stop baths, that's bad. But hot tubs... There is something a little human soup about it, isn't there? Kind of. I've often thought hot tubs are a prank being played on us by cannibals. They're just getting us ready. They're just. Why is this guy throwing onions in with me? Why is he? Why is he seasoning the water? I don't know. We like to do this so that I don't miss too many tweets and stuff. We can do any other business. Any-
any other business. There is. There is any other business. Yesterday we were talking about celebrity endorsed drinks because Nigel Farage is bringing out a gin. And that sounds like, I've got one of these. And he just goes off to the drinks cabinet and gets one. Ah, proper British gin. But no, he's launching an actual range. The advert gets mentioned on um, Late Night Mash tonight. I hadn't seen the advert before. It really, it must be more of an infomercial because there's a whole bit where he's like, it looks like he's doing a Nigella cooking kind of like oh, I like the white gin and here is what you do and he gets a glass out puts ice in it and then pours it in and stirs it mate I know how to pour that's not a serving suggestion but anyway which celebrities should be bringing out drinks um, Martin gets in touch on social media and gives me some options so there's Mr. T but spelt like T <laughs> Therese Coffee she'd go really well with Mr. T imagine you get to choose which one do you think would win in a fight, Mr. T or Tree's Coffee? Answers on Twitter, please. Um, Beer Starmer. But that was what Boris called him some. Was that, did Boris actually do it or not? Newspapers have definitely done it, haven't they? Uh, and John Lennonade. John Lennon, John Lennonade. John got in touch, not John Lennon, but a different John got in touch and suggested for celebrity endorsed drinks, Keith Lemonade. If, if life gives you Keith Lemons, Make Keith Lemonade. That's what I say. We've been doing this for a little while. There's Phil Brennan who gets in touch and tracks down my email from my website and sends me... So we're not even on air during this. Just sends me news stories. And I really appreciate it. So much so that we've made this feature. Um, Phil's news. Because literally it fills the show up. And that's why we do it. But the plan is he sends me emails with weird news stories. I don't even open them until we are on air. So here's one. An email from him. Um, it's from the New York Post. He likes the New York Post as Phil. Philip Brennan. Uh, New York Post. Carjackers interrupt couple having... Oh, that's a rude word. Relations. Uh, leaving them naked in the streets. Oh. Let's read this. Uh, carjacking that could have stopped traffic. Security video shows the shocking moment an amorous couple in their sedan were... What? Oh, dear. They were, they were doing it in the sedan. <laughs> uh, they were busted by three thieves. The incident occurred uh, on, this is in Brazil, according to the surveillance footage. Night vision video shows three thieves approaching the vehicle, which was parked on a street. The trio then pried open the car door, attempted to jump in and make a quick getaway, but they were startled by the not so, oh, I can't say that word either, um, activities of the couple. And there's the video you can see. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dearie me. I'm no expert, but they really decided to take everything off in that particular romantic encounter, didn't they? Oh, well. I mean, the thing is, we think that's a crime, but you never know these days. That could be entirely orchestrated, because you just don't know what people are into. Um, oh, this is a new story. Did you, you probably didn't, but have you heard about, I was going to say, did you see, but you'd be busy, wouldn't you? Did you hear about what they did on This Morning? Whereas part of their, like, win the thing on the wheel, they spin a wheel and you win a prize. One of the prizes was having your electricity bills paid for four months, I think it was. And, like, a quarter's worth of bills. That is the dystopian future we're now living in. That, I mean, this is like Running Man or something. Like It's like Hunger Games, isn't it? You get to win some food. Oh, sorry, caller line one, you now have to starve to death. So it is pretty bleak. But at least, as much as we can sit around moaning about, oh, they were glibly 
um, using how distressing it is during a cost of living crisis. At least someone was going to get their bills paid. So I think we should have, if anything, more quiz shows turned to fit the modern dystopian world that we live in. You don't want who wants to be a millionaire, that's aiming too high. Who wants a kidney? Because the waiting lists are huge, and if we could solve it by getting Clarkson in there. I can't do a Clarkson impression, so if we pretend that Chris Tarrant was still doing it. <laughs> still can't do a Tarrant impression either, but it's a nice noise. Um, we could do a version of the tipping point that's actually on the edge of a cliff. Raises the stakes. Yeah. Win, lose, or draw your weapon. That's not a bad... They've not really done win, lose, or draw for a long while, but yeah, you get the idea. The cube. No, that already seems pretty dangerous, doesn't it? I know the cube always feels like if you don't win it, they might not let you out. I just wouldn't, wouldn't trust Philip Schofield not to flip. At some point, he will be, you know, the, the uprising's leader. Because so. he was the one who did the spin the wheel and win your electricity bills, so you got to watch him. In the news today, Annika Rice has said that her waxwork uh, Madame Tussauds thing was melted down to make Kim Kardashian's left buttock. The former Treasure Hunt host said Channel 4 came to an interview uh, about how amazing it felt to have a waxwork made. And they said, how does it feel now that you've been melted down? And I didn't know. No one had told me. Oh, I guess they don't, do they? They'll tell you when they've made a waxwork of you, but no one's going to mention the fact that you're no longer there. 63-year-old Annika then said, my Madame Tussauds waxwork was melted down to create Kim Kardashian's left buttock. Um, well, I mean, look, as much as I understand your complaint, Annika... If I were a waxwork, it's not a bad way to go, is it? There are worse things to get turned into. What would, if you were a waxwork, what would you like to be turned into? Because obviously, a big celeb, yeah, could be on the list. Wax fruit is a good one. I could be quite a lot of apples. I could be some nice pears. I, I could, no, that's about all they do in wax fruit, isn't it? What would you like to be if you were being turned? I could be a Yankee candle. That's not bad. A woman. Who, who has the Twitter handle of at Liz Truss, has been inundated with messages intended for the Prime Minister. Already it's a mess. Already it's... Okay. The account, appearing to belong to a woman named Liz Trussell, has been mistakenly sent congratulations from VIPs, including Sweden's Prime Minister. Nothing from the Finnish one yet. She's busy dancing, isn't she? Um, Ms Trussell, who only has 6,500 followers, um, says, looking forward to a visit... <laughs> <laughs> I did see, so I've, I don't follow her, but I've been looking at a Twitter thing today. One of her tweets, since everyone's mistaking her for uh, the Prime Minister, she tweeted today saying, just been, down, din just been down Ikea to try and build a cabinet. Now, that's pretty clever. I like that. I like that. So just be careful which one's the Prime Minister, because you never know, if you're going to send a tweet, it could end up to someone who is powerless effectively and actually the real power is being held by others who have other positions um, or you could end up sending it to this Liz Trussell woman who's just a woman on Twitter either way it's not great given that we've been talking about Annika Rice says that her waxwork was melted down to form the rear derriere cheek to the left the um, what would that be if it's on the left passenger side buttock and of, of Kim Kardashian and I was saying, if you were going to get melted down, what would you like to be? John's got in touch with some voice notes. A couple of thoughts on this. First, he says... Hello, Steve. If I was wax, I'd like to be Ruby Wax, because yeah. she's loaded. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Uh, but also, while he's here... Kim Kardashian's bum. Mm. Now, that really is a candle with the wind. 
I don't think they put a wick in it. I don't work for Madame Tussauds, but I've never had a look round. Take the hat off and go, oh, look at this. You just like that. That's the problem. It would blow itself out. And that is pretty much your podcast done for the day. You're up to date with some news stories. You now know about what was on the list. Annika Rice's bottom. Um, this morning, making us all feel sad about things. And uh, Nigel Farage gin again. What more could you want? I'm glad you wanted more. Because it's one that we've got some, um, whatever it's called. The uh, podcast only material. It's the news stories that are just, they're too sex based. And Philip sent that one that was all about a couple getting carjacked whilst having sex in a car naked and I just wanted to do a joke about being pulled off to the side and I couldn't because it was live on radio whereas then I could now there's this story as well Uh, Randy Brits are signing up to a new dating app that tells them when they match with with someone who's last had an STI test the casual sex platform it means the end of society isn't it the casual sex platform also shows details of age body shape relationship status and kinks we played a song by the Kings today. Uh, Tap Dat. That's created by Alice Leach, who says, It's time we started talking about sex openly and removing shame and stigma associated with being uh, confident about our sexual needs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. i got sexual needs. And my sexual needs are to know exactly when the last person got tested so I can match with whatever diseases they've got. Um, Brill. Of course, there will be just... I mean, it's mainly going to be like women who are doing it actually. Dating apps are normally just a few women actually genuinely interested and just blokes who are desperate. Um, in fact, they sh- forget calling it tap dat. They should just be called like dat sad with just loads of bloke going, oh, please. Oh, please come and say hello. Um, actually, do you know what? Write that down. I might make some, I might make a million off that. But meanwhile, I'm busy earning millions from podcasts. So if you'd like to subscribe to this, then you could. What's that? Millions have not been paid yet. Well, we'll check PayPal again. You never. Subscribe to wherever you found this. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.